The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, DJs! it is Wednesday, January 10th. We're going to do our NFL confidence ranks heading into the playoffs. Going to talk about another job opening in the coaching world in the NFL and make some bets in the NBA and NHL. I'm Mad Max. Join me one again, the one and only Sex Panther Panther. Uh, home again today. Uh, I guess some weather hit the area. Yeah, well, it's not so much here as it was where I was going, and there was a pretty significant storm going through the Midwest, and driving midnight when there's no sun or anything to help the roads and below freezing temperatures i just you know err on the side of caution we don't need the product that bad boss doesn't care so fuck it i'm staying home and i don't care it's been a very very relaxing like last month i think i've worked a grand total of three days max (laughs) it's like semi-retirement at this point I think I could get used to it. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I was, <laughs> I was, I was off for some time, and today's my official first day back. Uh, I had to do a couple of things yesterday um, for work, but yeah, you know, today's my official, and I'm just like, I could go on vacation again. I can get used to that. So, uh, but unfortunately, us suckers need to work for a few more years. I'd say a few more years before we can uh, pack it all in and. Uh, a guy that will be packing it in in his current job and looking for a new job is Mike Vrabel, the former head coach of the Tennessee Titans. He's been there for six seasons. Got that team to be a pretty, I don't know, uh, consistently winning team. The last couple of seasons have not fared well. They've had some quarterback issues. Um, you know, uh, he inherited a team that really was kind of in flux uh they they've had derrick henry as as the bell cow of a running back they brought in Tannehill. they had some success with Tannehill. Uh, we never thought that Tannehill was a top quarterback in this league but we also felt that when he was in miami with dipshit uh he was underutilized or mis- misused and so they had some success with Tannehill. but the last couple seasons have not been great they they moved on from AJ Brown, right? And uh that was a huge huge shocker. Um defense has not been as as great as it had been and they were just, you know, a floundering team. So I understand the Titans making a move, trying to shake things up, 
But Mike Vrabel's a hell of a coach. He's bound to end up somewhere. I don't think he's going to be unemployed for too long, Panther. No, and I mean, you know, he's a, he's a class act, a stand-up guy. Um, other coaches love him. The locker room loved him. You even hear it from some of the guys who were disappointed. Um, I think even Titans front office was probably disappointed. This couldn't have been an easy decision, but I think when you look at the track record of the past, you know, where where they were and where they are and where they're going, um, it just made sense. They're going to be starting over with a new quarterback. Um, Vrabel never really brought you a, a high-octane offense, if you will. At Tennessee Titans really since they moved to Nashville, have never even really had that, no matter who their coach was. Um, I mean, dare I compare his lethargic offense to the days of Jeff Fisher. It just wasn't very explosive. Defense was always sound. He was blessed with Derrick Henry for so many years. But it looks like Tannehill's done. Henry's done. Like it, It's just time for a change. I don't think anybody felt great about it, but I get the move. Um, and, you know, he keeps... He, he, there's a little bit of excitement, I guess, for him to see where he lands because he will land somewhere. This is not a guy that's going to be, you know, a talking head on one of the networks. He's too damn good. He's too damn young. Um, and, and he definitely will land somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, a couple obvious uh, destination points. One would be New England if they moved on from Bill Belichick because more favorable was. Uh, on that defense that that and he learned from Bill Belichick and took a lot of the same style and, and personality from them so that could be a good transition if uh, Bill moves on or even if Bill doesn't move on maybe they, maybe he brings him onto the staff as the next in command you know we always thought that it was going to be McDaniels and now McDaniels could return to be offensive coordinator next year because he's out of a job as well so we should see what happens in New England but um, it seems Washington might be a great fit for Mike Vrabel, a team that has lacked consistency and, and is looking for this new regime. Now, I'm guessing they're going to want to try to make a splash, if you will. I do think that they will be all in on the Harbaugh market. And with Magic Johnson and the new ownership's deep pockets, maybe they just make a, an offer that Harbaugh can't refuse. But if I'm Harbaugh, I'm looking around and saying spend my time in D.C. with all those ass clowns and, and no quarterback or uh, go to the Chargers, spend my time in Los Angeles with uh, Justin Herbert and crew. Um, hard, hard to uh, argue that from spending that time up north <laughs> in uh, in Ann Arbor uh, for all that time. Maybe he's looking for some warmer climate. Uh, he did coach in San Francisco previously, so maybe he's looking back to move back to California. Uh, where do you think is the best destination for Vrabel, though? Honestly, given the coaching vacancies that are open or even that we presume are open, I think I would probably consider spending a year as a defensive coordinator somewhere and wait for a better job. I don't think I want New England. I don't think I want Washington. Um, I don't think not Vegas. Right... Uh, no, no, because I, I honestly, what's the difference between Vrabel and Antonio Pierce? Antonio Pierce, if it's not Harbaugh. And, I, and we can see Davis doing that. But if it's not Harbaugh, why is it anybody other than Antonio Pierce? I, I don't think it should be Vegas. Um, I think a defensive coordinator position for a year, maybe see what opens up next year, because uh, I don't like any of those places particularly for Vrabel, right? The, Tennessee jettisoned him because of basically the the turnover, right? There's going to be a new quarterback, new all this change. Well, guess what you're going to have in New England? 
a new quarterback. Guess what you have in Washington? A new quarterback. So is Vrabel the guy that you want who has not really put together um, great offenses in his tenure? I don't like the fit. Maybe the Chargers because that defense, I mean, the offense can kind of carry itself. The defense has been that problem there for the longest time. But I, I tell me if I'm wrong here, Max, but I think we are we're in purgatory right now. We are going we're in the wait and see game until Harbaugh is the first domino to fall. I don't think we see a coaching hire until Harbaugh either stays in Ann Arbor or he decides he's gonna start interviewing for an NFL job. Yeah, a couple points here. One, uh, they brought in Brandon Staley in Los Angeles to fix that defense, and he failed miserably. So he's without a job as well. So he'll be fighting for defensive coordinator positions out there as well. For Antonio Pierce, uh, rumor has it, because of all the shit that went down with Wink Martindale in New York, I don't know if you saw that story. He kind of uh, cursed out Brian Dabble and stormed out of the room. They're waiting for him to resign, but he's probably just waiting for them to fire him so he can collect his paycheck. Uh, they'll, they'll, yeah, yeah, they'll have a defensive coordinator position open there. So if Antonio Pierce does not get the job in Las Vegas, it seems like an obvious fit for him to go to New York where he played and take over the defensive uh, coordinator job there. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, with, 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 with Vrabel, right? I mean, if he takes on a, a D coordinator position somewhere, I mean, again, Giants might be looking for one. New England, Philadelphia, uh, the Rams, uh, more than likely the Rams coordinators will move on to uh, other jobs or get looks at every single every single time um, uh, Jeff um, uh, Sean McVay uh, has a coordinator they're, they're looked after. Uh, you you want to know why? Because you, you, you mentioned the name Jeff Fisher and in my head. I'm thinking as like, how dare you as a Rams fan? I'm thinking of Jeff Fisher's days and uh, next season, if well, when uh, I'll say when uh, Sean McVay wins five games next year, he'll be the Rams most winningest coach of all time. Jeff Fisher Fisher was there for like a decade and doesn't even scratch the fucking surface of wins. He is Mr. Uh, 500 or, or, you know, in, in his Rams days, mm. even less than that. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I think that, you know, Vrabel's going to have options if he wants to take on a coordinator role and, and wait out a better job. Um, uh, yeah. And, and you're totally right. I think that, um, the, the, once Harbaugh decides what he's doing, and that was probably the motivation of the Titans because they said that they didn't want to trade. Uh, variable. Apparently, there was uh, trade talks going on with variable. They're like the trades could take weeks. We want to be at the front of the line for this coaching opportunity, and I think that was an allusion to talking to Harbaugh, right? So I think the anticipation is that he will be the most sought after guy and uh, first in line, and then after that, all of the dominoes will fall. Very, very much like the Shohei Otani waiting period in baseball, right? Uh, you want to wait for that big, big domino to drop, and then everything will fall in line after that. So we shall see with the coaching stuff. Um, let's just uh, real quick look at the playoff picture and confidence ranks. Uh, first off, I'll just read through a team and just say confident or not. And then we'll kind of put them into buckets, okay? Okay. Baltimore Ravens. Confident. Buffalo Bills. More confident than not right now. Okay. Kansas City Chiefs. No confidence. Houston Texans. Confident. Cleveland Browns. Confident. Miami Dolphins. Not confident. Pittsburgh Steelers. Not confident. 
I'm, I'm aligned with you 100% in the AFC. All right, let's go NFC. San Francisco 49ers. Confident. Dallas Cowboys. Confident. They got home field. Yeah. Uh, Detroit Lions. Confident. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not confident. Gray, very gray. Not, not. Yes, but no. Philadelphia no. Eagles. Not <laughs> zero. <laughs> Los Angeles Rams. Confident. Green Bay Packers. Uh, probably more confident than not, but they're not going very far. I don't think. Okay, so let's look at the not confident teams. We have the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the Steelers. We've got the Bucks, the Eagles, and we'll throw the Packers in there. So half and half here. Uh, who's the least com- Who? Which team do you have the least confidence in and why? I mean, you could just say the whole state of Pennsylvania, but I'm going to start with the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Eagles are an absolute dumpster fire. And this, this is a team who has the worst defense in the NFL their offense is hurting. They're going into the playoffs in basically the worst possible free fall that you could have. Um, I don't know. I mean, even Philly fans cannot feel good about this situation. They're on the road. They're going against an upstart Tampa Bay team. Um, they're injured. The quarterback's throwing hand isn't like, I, I don't even know. There's nothing positive to say about the Eagles. Um, at least with the Steelers, who I have no confidence in, I got confidence in their coach. If, if we believe in anything, we believe in Mike Tomlin to put together a game plan for this mediocre team to be a thorn in somebody's ass. But I don't believe that with uh, Sirianni and, and the Eagles. I, I have no confidence in the Eagles at all. It's hard to argue with you. I'll probably put the Steelers as my least confident team. Uh, having to go to Buffalo is is tough. I do think Philadelphia has a chance of upsetting or beating Tampa Bay, even though it's on the road. I do think Philadelphia still has, has, has a chance to beat the Bucs. Don't know if the Steelers have a chance to beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Uh, quarterback situation still kind of in flux there. Um, TJ Watt injured. Um so I, there's a lot of – it kind of feels like the Steelers snuck in there because they had to f- play the Ravens on a quote-unquote extra bye week. So there was a chance that the Steelers, you know, looking at their – the way that they played this season should not be a 10-7 and team. Uh, Philadelphia, that, as we mentioned yesterday, uh, they lost five out of their last six games and, and just have not been good. Uh, defense has been atrocious, and with all those injuries racking up on the offense, yeah, it's hard to argue. Those are probably the two teams I have the least confidence in right now. Uh most confidence, right? I mean, it's got to be the Baltimore Ravens, number one, far and away coming into this uh, well-rested, uh, dy- dynamic offense, good defense. They've been beating the shit out of the other good teams as well. This isn't a team that's just skating on by. It's got to be Baltimore, and then dot, 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 we can get to everyone else, right? Yeah, I don't think there's too many dots between them and San Francisco. That You know, I, I get it. They went into candlestick and and beat the snot out of them but a lot of that had to do with just the turnover problem that was brock purdy in that game but i you know if there's a team that's going to give the ravens um any kind of fit it is a clean healthy san francisco 49ers but i agree the, the ravens are healthy i will go all the way back to the preseason when i jumped on this raven train they answered the questions of giving um Lamar Jackson some weapons right plus the guy had a chip on his shoulder from them you know not wanting to give him his contract extension or, or re-sign him 
Um, so there were so many reasons for to be behind the Ravens, and they've answered the call. And, and the biggest, biggest thing that they're doing is not playing close games where if there's a coach I don't have a ton of confidence in, it's John Harbaugh. Um, so as long as they keep beating teams by more than seven points, um, they can't even be their own worst enemy, right? That's a fair point. Uh, all right, some other teams that we had confidence in. We mentioned the Bills already, of course. Texans, yeah, listen, uh, tough matchup, though, against the Browns because another team that we have uh, confidence in as well. And so uh, that could be a that could be a bloodbath right there between Texans and Browns. Uh, Dallas, they got the home home field in that first round and second round, I guess, at least until uh, until the conference finals. Um, if, if unless 49ers somehow get knocked out in the second round. Uh, so Dallas definitely have confidence because they, they've got that home field advantage. Uh, don't have confidence in their head coach either. Uh, weird stuff with Green Bay Packers, you know, in the history there. I think that Dallas, you know, beats beats up on 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 Green Bay there. Um, but, you know, uh, this is a team that I think I have confidence in them because of the home field. If they were, you know, if they were the fifth seed right now going to Tampa Bay, I don't know if I have as much confidence in the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, completely right. Um, I even hesitated when you said Dallas's name. I was like, you know, this isn't a, a team that we trust. They show flashes. The defense is, is very, very good. The offense has a potential to be very, very good, albeit sometimes inconsistent. Um, and then you, you talked about the, the road woes. I mean, all of their losses, all five losses came on the road. So that does give you a little bit of pause. But the fact that they are home, unless they get to the NFC Championship game against San Francisco, um, kind of leaned me to the confident side that I, I think they're better than Green Bay and probably better on whoever their next opponent's going to be as well. And when it comes to Detroit, I think if they can beat the Rams, I'll have more confidence in them. I think the Rams are a tough matchup in the first round for Detroit. I think they match up well. Uh, McVay knows Jared Goff, even though Jared Goff has progressed or become a different quarterback, a better quarterback. Uh, it's weird, you know. Uh, I think uh, he's he's got a little bit more freedom in, in Detroit than he did in Los Angeles with the Rams. So... Uh, I think if Detroit can beat the the Rams uh, this weekend, I, I would put them at a higher confidence ranking. I still am confident in them because that is a, such a dynamic offense. The defense is, uh, <laughs> has some question marks there. Rams, I mean, yeah, if I'm looking at the – because it's typically a couple of these road teams win in in the, in the, the first round, right? Cleveland's got a chance to win, I think. Um, Rams have a chance to win. I think the Eagles have a chance to win. Those are kind of like the road teams. Do you think the Dolphins have a chance to beat the Chiefs? That's a weird matchup. Remember the last time they played was in Germany. I don't love this Dolphins team, but maybe they have a chance to win the Chiefs, uh, beat the Chiefs. Um, so out of those road teams, like Rams, Eagles, Steelers, Dolphins, Packers, and... Uh, yeah, Dolph yeah. So it's Browns, Dolphins, Steelers, Eagles, Rams, Packers. Out of the, like the road teams, who do you, who do you have the most fuzzy feelings about winning in 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 the first round? Um, I think the Rams was the biggest question mark because I think their opponent. You're right. This is a this is a very even matchup, but not because they mirror each other. Detroit is very explosive. That offense can drop forty 
at any point, even against an, a very good Rams defense. But at the same time, the Rams, despite their 10-7 and 7 record, when they had all their weapons, right? They had Stafford, they had Kyron Williams, they had Cooper Cup, they had all their weapons were healthy. All they did was win. Like this team just won. And that's where my confidence is on them. When it comes to the Dolphins, I probably do like the Dolphins more than the Chiefs, but I'm going to drop this nil nugget on you. They're going to play this game in single digit temperatures. Miami hasn't played Miami hasn't played like really a cold game all season. Kansas City's up there practicing in it. You know, they're they're getting ready for it. Miami's down there, you know, getting a tan and making sure the hair's done. Like I think it's gonna be a smack in the face for the Miami Dolphins, and that's why I think it's really tough for them. Um and then who was the the third team? Yeah, you got Packers, Steelers, yeah, Packers, Steelers, Packers. Eagle Eagles. You know, mm. Eagles. I don't know. It doesn't even matter if they're home, away, Germany, London. It, it doesn't matter. I have no confidence in the Eagles. Can they win? Yeah, they've got the talent, but there's nothing that they have done recently to suggest. I mean, where is that ten and one team that we talked about? Where, where, where are they? Because that's this isn't them. This is two totally different teams. So you know, no confidence in the Eagles. I think the Browns and the Texans is going to be a very, very good game. I think the Packers. Jordan Love just keeps doing what he's been doing. What we say, one interception in the last half of the season, eight games. Protect the ball. Keep your offense on the field. Keep the Cowboys' offense off the field. And keep it a low-scoring game, and you've got yourself a puncher's chance. Um, But, yeah, I I think those two games, Browns-Texans, Packers-Cowboys, could be closer. Steelers don't stand a chance. They're going to get ran out of the building. That game's going to be over at halftime. I think I agree there. All right. Uh, that was our confidence ranks. We will be, of course, making some playoff picks uh, Friday, right? Because we've got games starting on Saturday. For those of you who do not have Peacock, apologies. You won't be able to watch those games. I would offer to share my Peacock account with you, but I think I'm already sharing it with someone else and you know, probably get get kind of banned for doing that. But uh, I'm sure that there's ways if you go to Reddit to, to stream those games, people probably have them on in the background as they're, you know, doing something and you can watch their TVs in the background if you need to, <laughs> or just, or just follow along on, on the scoreboards if you need to. Anyway, uh, quick break after that, do have some NBA and NHL to bet on. Stay tuned. Guess who's back, back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. 
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. We are back with you. Possibly never even left the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, beat the shit out of the Dallas uh, Mavs yesterday, Sex Panther. We all saw that coming. So uh, that, that sunk our parlay right there. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where are we betting today in the M- NBA? Uh, let's start in my current home state, Indiana, where the Pacers are going to host the Washington Bullets. The Bullets are knee-deep in the middle of a tragic season. Um, if it wasn't for the well, they're only one game better than the Spurs, and <laughs> we won't even talk about the Pistons. But they're they're in the middle of a very bad losing streak, and they've been getting blown out. Going against a Pacers team that's playing really well right now, just beat your Boston Celtics uh, just a few days ago. They're at home, laying seven and a half. I'm there comfortably. I, I'm I'm actually there very comfortably. This is a double digit game. Give me the Pacers for ten bucks. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm betting this one. Of course, Tyrese Halliburton um, is out for this game. He's going to be out for a couple weeks. He did get injured in that Celtics game. But even without him, this team was competitive against Boston. Uh, some questionable calls down the stretch. But still, uh, this Indiana team has played Boston really tough all season. This is a team that I like overall, and I'm going to bet them as well, even without Halliburton out there. Minus 7.5 against the Wizards should be doable for this Pacers team. So $10 bet on the Pacers, and we've got our first pick in the DJ parlay. All right, next game up, let's go to a city that should just be separated from the state so the rest of the state could flourish. That's Chicago. They're hosting the Houston Rockets. Questions on whether Zach Levine is going to play or not. He's still kind of nursing the injury that he came back from. Looks like he's probably going to have a questionable tag for the foreseeable future. Um, Houston, just not, I mean, they've got a few wins in there, but on the road, they have really struggled. As of recently, they've really struggled. Um, I got them going to Chicago, even without Zach. It doesn't matter. Kobe White's been playing very well in Zach Levine's place. I think the Bulls can get it done at home. I'll lay the four and a half and put ten bucks on the Bulls. Three and a half? Oh, three and a half. Even better. Yeah, three and a half. That's four in most sports books, but bet MGM does have a three and a half on the board, so you can get that uh, there. Um, Caesars, I believe, also has three and a half. So, yeah, a couple sports books have three and a half or four. I'm going to lean the Rockets with the four here. I don't like the Rockets on the road, but I just don't trust the Bulls. I just, I, I have trust issues with the Bulls, and every time that I've I've sniffed their way, they have doomed me. So just a lean on the Rockets. All right, next game up, the New Orleans Pelicans are going to Golden State take on the Warriors. Draymond doesn't get to start his apology tour just yet, but he's going to start playing cleaner and nicer and blah blah blah. blah. Uh, I mean, New Orleans. This is a team. You know, we've talked. We've been doing this now for four years. This is a team that really has struggled on the road. But they have, whatever that issue was, they seem to have corrected it. Uh, they beat Minnesota last week. They beat Sacramento this week on the road. Now they go to Golden State, a team that's not been playing well without their all their key components to make that offense run. 
I think New Orleans can get their seventh road victory in a row here. I'll lay that one and a half and take the Pelicans for 10 bucks. Uh, yeah, I guess you minus one at a couple of sports books here. So we'll do the minus one. That line has shifted. It opened with Pelicans plus one. So it seems like Vegas agrees with you there, Sex Panther. And I will give you some moral support. I'll lean the Pelicans here. Uh, Golden State Warriors, of course, without Chris Paul, he's injured. Uh, without Draymond. And this team is just, that's a weird team. Like, if if it wasn't for the Lakers, I think a lot of people would be talking about the Warriors as a, what the fuck happened with them? Um you know, they got old, they're, they're dealing with the Draymond stuff. I, it's hard to, like, bury them when you got a guy like Steph, you know, Steph Curry on their team and, uh, you know, Clay Thompson and what they've done historically. But it does seem like the time has come for Golden State Warriors to be more in the backseat of the Western Conference. The younger teams, the upstart uh, Timberwolves and the, the OKC Thunder in them have kind of leapfrogged the Warriors in, in terms of, you know, we talked about confidence in the first half of the show, confidence in, in the Western Conference. I don't have a lot of confidence in the confidence in the Warriors. I do have some confidence in the Pelicans, though. So, uh, more sport lean on New Orleans. Alright, next game up, the world champ Nuggets going to Utah to take on the Jazz. Uh, you know, the Nuggets, I don't know that they necessarily have a weakness, but on the road, they've seemed to have some more difficulty than they definitely have at home. At home, they're extremely dominant. But Utah has been playing some extremely good basketball. They've won four of their last five, including victories over Dallas, Philadelphia, and Milwaukee. The Philadelphia and Milwaukee games were on the road. This is a team that's playing much better than the record suggests. I don't know that they're necessarily winning this game, but it's six and a half. I think they're going to give the Nuggets a little battle here. I want the Jazz plus the points for 10 bucks. Yeah, I almost bet this one too. I, I like Utah at home here. Uh, great environment to play in. Uh, crazy crowd. And uh, they're playing great basketball. They've won eight out of the last 10 games. They're right at the cusp of, of jumping into the, the 10 seed playoff uh, muddle that is already there out in the West. And... I, yeah, I agree. I don't know if they win this one, but with the six and a half, maybe even seven. Yeah, we can get seven at a couple of uh, sports books as well. I think that's a pretty solid play. Nuggets, Nuggets, great team. Have struggled a bit on the road, as you mentioned. And uh, Jazz, really great at home. So, yeah, tons of moral support on the Jazz. All right, last game up. Can't wait to get your take on of your bet, but the Toronto Raptors taking on the Clippers. Back-to-back -back situation after playing the Lakers. So there's no travel, get to sleep in their hotel room. But the coach, absolutely, the coach for the Raptors just absolutely went off last night. The Lakers shot 23 free throw attempts in the fourth quarter alone, including Anthony Davis getting 10 free throw attempts in the last two minutes of the game. Uh, very irate about the foul discrepancy, albeit a lot of times they were fouling on purpose. Um, but I think... Based on that little tirade and the impending fine coming, and the team isn't bad. They, they kind of adjusted with the, the trades that they made and everything. Ten and a half points against a very good Clippers team. This is not, I'm not selling the Clippers short at all. This is kind of who I thought they would become. But ten and a half feels like a little too many, uh, too many. I think the Raptors come out with a very spirited, aggressive game plan. Keep this close. Give me the Raptors. Plus the ten and a half for ten bucks. Yeah, ten's the best I can get you, and I'll give you some moral support here as well. I I I like how the Clippers are playing. I think the Clippers are a very good team, but just seems too many. It seems a tad bit too many. Six, 
six and a half. You know, it's, it seems to get some wiggle room here. So yeah, tons of moral support on the Raptors. That's all the NBA picks I got. What do you got? I'll rip the Band-Aid off. Boston Celtics hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, if you talk about a, a potential first loss for the Celtics at home, this might be it. My problem is I just don't have it. I have the Celtics covering this seven and a half here. So bounce back from that loss to the Pacers, I believe. Uh, get a good win today against a tough opponent. So $10 bet on my Boston Celtics. Something's wrong with this game. I mean, I was bet Minnesota plus six and a half, and now I'm seeing it as high as eight and a half. This line is moving, and it's moving a lot very early in the morning. Um, makes me wonder if Cat, Rudy Gobert, somebody's not playing. Porzingis is playing. I, I, I don't know, but there's way too much going on with this game. I think Boston wins, um, but I, I kind of think Minnesota will cover, but then you look at the recency. They've lost three of their last five. But their two victories were blowouts. Eh, I'm leaning Minnesota. That's a long-winded way of saying I'm leaning Minnesota. But something very fishy about this line. All right. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk about the OKC Thunder heading to Miami. Take on the Heat. Um, and by the way, tilted lines took the Celtics. He grabbed the Celtics minus seven. So, yeah, that line is definitely moving. So, yeah, if you can find the minus, I think, yeah, I think the best is seven and a half right now. It's minus eight in a lot of sports. With eight and a half, oh, geez. Yeah, it's, it's getting it's getting bloody. So, good good grab at the minus seven there, uh, tilted lines. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, heading down to Miami, I don't know if you saw this. Spolstra got a huge contract extension, and I think it's well-deserved. He's one of the best coaches in the NBA, one of the most consistent coaches in the NBA. He continues to build winning cultures and and gets players the most out of a player. I honestly think that he's probably, yeah, I'd say he's the best coach in the league. And I think he does the the best of getting every drop out of any role player. Um, these guys go on to being eh on other teams, but they're somehow working in Miami. Uh, competitive team, but I just love this OKC Thunder team. Chad Gilgis Alexander, MVP candidate. On the road, minus four and a half. I think the Thunder get it done. $10 bet on OKC. Yeah, I probably should have been on this one. I've Combined with the fact that it looks like Jimmy Butler is out. 12. Um, the Miami Heat is just a completely different team without Jimmy Butler, especially when you're going against a championship caliber team against Oklahoma City. I think the thing that probably even spooked me was... <laughs> It wasn't enough. I think Oklahoma City maybe should have been uh, eating a little bit more um, on the Spolstra front, though. I think he might be the only coach that's ever survived LeBron James without getting fired. So fair point. Fair point. <laughs> I'll lead the Thunder. Enough uh, lean that you can probably put it in the parlay if we need it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. It with, not a lot of NHL, so that might end up in the parlay for sure. Uh, Homer J. Simpson taking the Kings minus eight and a half over Charlotte's. Uh, I don't know, a tad bit too many points here for 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 me. Um, Charlotte's Charlotte's a dumpster fire too. Listen, if we if we didn't have the Wizards and the Pistons and the San Antonio Spurs in in you know the conversation here, I mean, we'd be talking about how bad the Charlotte Bobcat Hornets are. They're a, a horrendous team. In fact, I think the Wizards are actually might be playing a little bit better than the fucking Hornets. <laughs> That's late, and this Washington Wizards team has lost five in a row. Um. Yeah, I don't like Charlotte, but it just seems like a tad bit too many points for the Kings on on the road. They're a decent road team, not a great road team, so I'll probably lean the Hornets with the points. Yeah, so here's the thing. If you go and look at the recency, the, the Hornets have won one game in their last five, and it was at Sacramento, 
And I'm thinking oh, to myself, geez. <laughs> you can go to Sacramento and beat the King. Now you're at home getting eight and a half. Eh, I could I could get there, Max. So I'm probably leaning Charlotte at home with the points. All right, let's head over to the ice. Got three games on the board. You betting anything? I'm betting one. Let's take a look at my Vegas Golden Knights going to Colorado, take on the Avs. The, the Knights just aren't they're just not playing very well. They've lost three of their last five. They're really struggling to score. Colorado um, did beat Boston in that shootout overtime win a couple days ago. But they're, I mean, they're Colorado. They're playing so good. They're dominant at home. Uh, I think the Avs at minus 145 is actually a bargain deal. Give me the Avalanche for 10 bucks. Yeah, I'll give you tons of moral support here. Um, might throw this into the the parlay as well. I do think you're right. Avs at home. Uh, Golden Golden Knights just not playing uh, great hockey. It kind of benefited from an easy schedule early in the season. Uh, now the competition's gotten a little tougher, and they've struggled over the last ten games. Um, looking at the West right now, you know Vegas is like fourth or fifth, maybe fifth. Yeah, looking at Winnipeg Jets. By the way, a uh, hottest team in hockey. Right, Winnipeg Jets fucking killing it right now. They've leapfrogged Colorado over there in the Central. They, they're the best team in the West right now. It's it looks like it's uh, the Jets, the Canucks, and then Colorado. Uh, we all saw that fucking coming, right? Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Colorado gets it done today. So yeah, tons of moral support. That's the only one I'm on. You like either of those other two? Yeah, I'm gonna jump on Dallas. Um, I think it's it's a little chalky, but I found a one a minus one eighty eight that I kind of like. It's it's getting worse at a lot of other sports books, but I'll take the minus one eighty eight uh, with Dallas over the Minnesota Wild. You know how we feel about the Minnesota Wild, a in general, but mostly on the road. Uh, Dallas, pretty damn good uh, home team. Actually, better on the road. Funny enough, is one of those like the the, the Kings and and the Devils and the Stars, like better road teams in their home, uh, at home. But I think Dallas gets it done today. Ten dollar bet on the Stars. Yeah, it seems to be a no brainer. I mean, Minnesota's lost four of their last five, but their one victory was an overtime win on the road. Uh, but they're man, they are really really struggling to put the puck in the net. Uh, Dallas kind of had their own woes, right? They've lost their last three in a row at home. Just kind of couldn't get there with either team. Not a lot of confidence in either one right now. I do like Dallas at home, but at minus 190, way too chalky for me. I'll just lean the stars. Omer saying abs and Dallas puck lines. So that's what he is doing. All right. Uh, DJ Parlay. We mentioned we are betting the Indiana Pacers minus seven and a half against the Washington Bullets. We've got the OKC Thunder minus four and a half against the Miami Heat. And then we get the Colorado Avalanche minus 142 over there on the ice. That DJ Parlay pays 527 on this Wednesday. Sex Panther, take us home. All right. Well, before we get out of here, there's no newbies to welcome, right? I didn't see anything new come in. Um, But uh, we did. Did have Homer J listening, Tilted Lines, Bucky Getters was in here for a little bit. Uh, he's got to go to work or smack his girlfriend on the butt. I don't know. Um, but uh, he's gone. But they were listening live. You guys can listen to us live. Get in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, 
Don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.